It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help in the VA, log on to Hadit.
maybe a couple of years. Like a game, it sounds like a game of and, catch and to me, the, buddy. And, and all the time, see, while this claim is traveling from point A to point B. Now, while it's in this traveling stage, I think a hand carrier. I don't care how many hundred miles. They must hand carry them. It takes them forever. No, they use Pony Express. Pony Express? Well, that's pretty fast. That's but the problem is they can't find ponies, so they have to ride turtles. Oh, that's <laughs> what it is. But anyway, <laughs> to get from point A to point B can take forever. You yes, can lose forever. a year. You can mm-hmm. lose a year. Then it gets back it's to a- this... Badass judge. Woo. They sit there and they look at it. And they say, oh, man. Oh, this is horrible. My desks are stacked up. Here, i got to go through this, sort this out. Oh, I know what I can do. I'll just remand it. So the judge stamps it, remand, and says all this stuff's wrong with it. Sends it back. Mm-hmm. You go back to the regional office or go to the AMC or Nashville Resource Center. I don't know how many other centers they have. And it gets on this traveling truck, the pokey mm-hmm. truck, they call it. It gets on the mm-hmm. pokey truck and it travels. All the time mm-hmm. it's traveling, it's in limbo. Where's yes. my claim? It's, it's lost. I mean, he, he don't have a GPS. He don't know where it's going. <laughs> and the three students are driving it. <laughs> what happened to my claim? I'm hunting my claim now. It's in my uh, Yes, he is. My attorney says, yeah, it ain't here. <laughs> Where's my claim? Where is your claim? It's in limbo. It's on the You've been truck. remanded. Hmm. Yeah. But folks, I want to tell you something. If you go to the BBA, you better hope and pray if you get remanded, it goes back to the regional office. Because some claims can get remanded where, Gerald? Oh, they get remanded to the AMC. And it travels there by the, by the pokey truck. AMC. It gets remanded. Oh, is there an EMC? Is it is it a designated place, or is it part of each regional office? I know they got one in Washington, but they've got several several different AMCs. Is that right? The, I, I, the, I swear it's a fictitious name. Appeals think, uh, Management Center. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can send it back here. Yeah, they send it back to the... Uh, or they can I call send it... Yeah. They don't care where they send it. They can send it to China. I call it the I'm sure appalling. Over. I call it the appalling mismanagement cluster. You know what? Uh, you know, folks, I got a friend. Folks, I got a friend that's been remanded AMC, and it's been back and forth between the BVA and the AMC seven times that I know of. Seven times. You know, like the same guy, Gerald. Yes, I do. Uh, How? Let me ask you a question. How can our DOD, Department of Defense, okay, how can they develop and build an aircraft carrier like the Ronald Reagan or something like that, the George Washington, in less time that it takes the VA to fully adjudicate one claim. It's American. I want to ask that question to somebody in the know because that's a bunch of crap. It's America. Mm-hmm. Uh, chances are they are a bunch of Chinese to come over here and build it for. Could be. I don't, I, I don't know be. how they get it built. I don't know. I don't know. They have a defect. They got a term for it. I can't say it on the air though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they call it something wrong. <laughs> yeah. 
No. But Don't for people, that. yeah. Pay Try to avoid remands. Yeah, and get representation. Get you some good representation, preferably an attorney. Uh, of course, now we've got some good DSOs, too. Uh, yes, I've seen do. a couple of them, yes, you know. So, but, and they can help you. Um, but if you're dealing with an administrative law judge, he's also an attorney, so it's probably better to have somebody that speaks his own language. And I don't care what they tell you, attorneys speak a different language. They can talk to each other in a language we we, we would never understand. Yeah. You know what I mean, Gerald? It's kind of like... That's uh, right. It's kind of like the VA lingo, you know. You got like a remand. That's about the VA term. You know, you've got different VA terms that uh, you know. You've got IU. You've got different terms that nobody understands unless you've been involved with it, you know, for a long, long time. And there's people all the time on head saying, "What the heck does that mean?" You know. And uh, you know, you come on and try to help them understand it. But a remand is a remand, whether it's positive or negative. If they're looking for something. Uh, I'll tell you something, that's going to be remanded for a negative opinion, too. you got to be careful, because uh, I have no instance where a doctor shop to get negative opinions against other opinions, and that's that's not that's not nice, either. That shouldn't be allowed. And, uh, but anything to take away your due process kind of puts a hurt on you. You know what I mean, Gerald? Yeah. Well, what scares me the most about these remands is the uh, traveling time uh, from point A to point B. It can be quite lengthy. And, uh, well, I'm not while you, traveling while your time. Claims in, is in limbo. It don't, you know, they ought to uh, have to pay mileage on a claim every time they remand it and send it off to 10 buck 2 They yeah. ought to have to pay I mileage on that. Well. <laughs> Here's the fact. Okay. Here is a quality assurance fact, people, and you can quote me if you want to. Uh, I am certified by Underwriters Laboratory as a quality systems QS9000 auditor. And that's for manufacturing and entities and for document, document and data control. And the VA falls within document and data control. It is a proven historical fact that the more times an official documented file that consists of a bunch of loose-leaf papers and things like that, the more hands that touch it over a period of time, the more disorientated and the more people, the more parts that get lost, the worse the problem becomes. So if you keep sending this thing back and forth nine or ten times, you're going to lose a lot of that file. And guess what, Gerald? A lot of your file has been lost, misplaced, right. shredded. I don't know where it's at. It's in, it's in, uh, I don't know, it's out there somewhere. Uh, I would love to get my hands or myself inside the VA and do a quality audit on them. I'd love for underwriters' laboratories to get their hands on them. To get inside and do a quality audit. No, no, no. These guys are, you know, these guys are the experts. You know, they know. I mean, it's nothing about the claims process. You know, we don't care about decisions and awards. We care about following procedures and steps like the top, like the M21. They will learn that book, and they will show each step. They'll look at each document and check it against the record. You know, they can't do all in that way. But the VA is supposed to have a quality assurance program. Okay. <laughs> Where's it at? <laughs> well, that's again, a limbo too. Yeah, it's supposed uh, to have a quality assurance program. So, what is a quality assurance program? It's a system of checks and balances. They write the checks and don't have a balance. That's right. <laughs> the <So>. overdraft. <laughs> Worse than that, buddy. Yeah, the overdraft. <laughs> Where did my check go? It bounced. Uh, well, your claim bounced. Uh, folks, keep an eye on your claims. 
your claims folder. You got to know where that doggone thing is all the time, and that's nearly impossible to keep up with. That's right, because it could because be anywhere. It could be in Timbuktu. It is in limbo most of the time. It could be anywhere, so. But. Yeah. Always keep an eye on it, keep up with it, and have somebody that knows about it check it out. That's. Uh, that's a good reason to have a VSO, to tell you the truth. You know, if you got one that's uh, especially that's got an office in the regional office, and if they do their job like they're supposed to, uh, you know, they can tell you where it's at. All they got to do is go to the home and check on it. You know, so then you know they should be able to do that. Uh, um, well, you know, John, with this new uh, digitized uh, uh, stuff that they. VA's been doing, which was supposed to be so much, so helpful, which mm-hmm. I said in the very beginning was not going to be nothing but a nightmare, because now, instead of threading a whole bunch of stuff, they just hit a delete button, and it's gone. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> and the clean gone forever. Hmm. How did this ever help the VA? This, this is what the VA dreamed for. I don't yeah. know, boy, that guy got a hell of a bonus. But, now, tell you the truth, they can go on the computer and find out what's been deleted. Hear me? Yeah, they, gotta, they can you. find out what's been deleted. If they can go on somebody's computer that's been cleaned out a hundred times and scrubbed and everything else to find them find them porn pictures and people have been hiding and stuff and getting arrested over it and they go back to find them, they can find some deleted VA files, zero. Well, you would think so. Yeah, so. Uh... And they'll tell you anything, so uh, folks, keep an eye on your claims file. My lands. And it's hard to well, do. I'm not saying it's an easy task because, boy, they, for whatever reason, they don't want you having access to it very well. They do well, uh, understand do. some some people, uh, veterans, do get a copy or see some of theirs on their, uh, what, e-benefits? Oh yeah, that 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 that, uh, that computer program called E Benefits. Uh, well, I call it a sham, but uh, well, I see a lot I of good stuff some, there. Some, there are some uh, get some good things off there. I got my Obama letter on there. Last, last time I looked at it, I'm on, said I don't need to buy Obamacare because I'm qualified. I covered coverage is there, so. Oh, on E Benefits. Yeah, it's a letter under down the letter section. You probably got it too. Or you're well, you service connected like that. Yeah. If you're part of group eight or if you're in part of group A or was it uh, one, two or three, you should have a letter saying that you you know, that you qualify for VA care. And well, if you don't need to be forced like into buying Obamacare. Well, anyway I don't have to have it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's got <laughs> I know most of my relatives that had it, they're they're crying the blues now because uh uh Wait a two thousand sixteen gets through, buddy. Oh God, they're paying they're hitting them for like a thousand a month, John. Oh we shouldn't be uh we shouldn't mm. be discussing politics. Uh, That's true, uh, but well we need to get back on 'cause we're uh, we're just trying to get Yeah, that. we didn't want you know. a bad I didn't really mean to bring Even that up, but I should say that letter's gotta, there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Even if I do got a Trump sign in my yard, I, I, we can't discuss. Politics. We need to save that uh, for uh, a bachelor hour. <laughs> yeah, a bachelor hour. Well, Anyhow, let's anyway, get back to reading. Yeah, that claimed. Uh, folks, I don't know how we can stress this enough. Uh, track your claims folder down, and if you have a claim in the process of being processed, however, mm-hmm. you know, uh, um, you let me tell you guys a secret. Let me tell you guys a secret. Uh, it's not really a secret, but over the history of dealing with this, and I've been dealing with this now for over 20 years, okay, and, uh, um, there's not much I haven't seen. I've been involved with had it for a long time and other things. And I've seen, uh, what's that song? I've seen fire and I've seen rain. But 
from what I can understand, if you have a claim and you file a claim and your evidence is good, you're going to win your claim, as long as you can get the doctor goes with you and gives you a nexus. And if your claim is uh, pretty much cut and dry, slam dunks are pretty easy to win, but they still give you a hard time. It still, it still takes a couple years to get it. Now, if you have any issue regarding complexity or exposure of any sort of chemical, unless it's a Vietnam inside, boots on the ground, sitting down in the mud, ingesting Agent Orange claim, then you get that pretty easy, too. But anytime exposure is outside of Vietnam or exposure to anything other than nerve gas or anything like that, say uh, for nerve gas mushroom, I mean uh, Agent Orange, but if you're exposed to anything like DX or GB, which is sarin gas, or uh, certain types of radiation, if you're not in the listed uh, experiments like uh, product the crossroads or Trinity, you know, and uh, things like that. Of course, now if you was in those projects, you're probably in your 90s and dead by now. But uh, it's going to be harder to get your claim approved because it opens up a gray area, and the VA gets to be able to actually rely on DOD to make a decision, determination, and research done. And very few people get that outside of Vietnam. I know a couple of folks have got it in Thailand, out of Agent Orange out of Thailand. I know a guy that got Agent Orange out of the continental United States because uh, he actually sprayed it himself. They kept denying his claim until he got on post in later years and took him to the shed that had it and was still there. <laughs> Remember that, Gerald? Uh, yes, I do. James Cripps. And, uh, That's he right. Did a mighty fine job of uh, investigating and tracking and he, he admits there was an element of luck involved. However, he was right, and the VA, you know, they knew he was right. That's what gets yeah. me. They knew he was but right. But they hide. They hide behind. They, they hide. The, they're hiding behind their regs on it, and you're going to do that a lot, okay? Yes. It's contrary to popular belief, okay? I'm sure they get bonus for saving money. Well, somebody's getting bonuses for doing something. They sure. <laughs> I don't know. It uh, it it's a horrible mess. Bonuses for yanking a veteran around. Yes, they do. They get. But well, I mean, just look at the scandal we had in uh, Phoenix. They were getting bonuses for uh, showing veterans for getting pump machine on time, but they were actually not. And that was done just to you get know, the bonuses. After all that, John, and we've had several other issues since then, I've only heard of one, one person getting fired. Uh, yeah, that was a girl at Phoenix, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, that was the director of Phoenix. Was her or another guy they caught? Yeah, that was, no, that was the girl who got fired. And it took that doctor to... It took that, it took that doctor to spill the beans from they believed anybody. Yeah, and I think he probably lost his job. Oh, and all of a sudden people do lose their job. They treat them like crap. You know those those whistleblowers. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. you know, well, you and they do. They retaliate against them. That's pretty sad, but it happens. It it's a bad. It really happens. You know. So yeah. what, what what is there to do? Well, yeah. what uh, is I guess do? they could call, call their quality control. Yeah, that would get them. Or call the union. Quality, <laughs> they put quality control in charge of shipping all these files around on the pokey truck. Yes. So quality they... control's busy on the pokey truck, and they're out there in limbo land somewhere. They can call the union. Well, you well, know, they could. Yeah, I'd but, call the union know. if I had their phone number. I'd like to call them and 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 uh, file a grievance on somebody. Well, we can tell you the truth, Gerald. Uh, what's the effectiveness of having a union for the federal government? Because you know, the air traffic controllers can tell you this and back it up. You go on strike. What happens? Well, I can fire you. Well, Reagan issued an executive order and fired every one of them that had with one strike. Yes, he did. And all them dudes in the Air Force, that was air traffic controllers, that were getting out, they walked into a high-paying job the next day. 
Yes, they did. And they've heard some of them back since then, you know, and some of them actually didn't actually go on strike. They were on vacation and stuff like that, and they kept their jobs. But the ones that actually went on strike actually hit the door. Yeah, they lost their They hit jobs. the door. Yes, they did. Lost their cookies. A lot of them So unions are kind of ineffective for the government. It's just a waste of resources and a parking space because the president gets a parking place. These VA hospitals are on parking place. Well, <laughs> they got the one, I, the one over I here don't in the back know alley. That a union, <laughs> would a, is a union necessary for the government? I don't know. Well, the way they treat their employees, they got to have some kind of protection. Well, you know, I look agree that on that, but uh, do, do they have to give them, uh, uh, reward them for screwing over a veteran? That's well, they don't see it that uh, way, Jerome. Okay, remember something, <laughs> guys. You guys, we classify each other as veterans. You know, thank everybody for the service, and you're a veteran. It doesn't matter if you're a wartime veteran, or not if you're a peacetime veteran, Gulf War veteran, uh, Middle East, uh, Cold War veteran. It doesn't matter. You're still a veteran, and your issues and disabilities and are, are as a result of service. You know, it may not be a, a wound on the battlefield, but. Uh, Remember, the military is a dangerous place. It's a big industrial environment. You've got heavy equipment. You've got tanks. You've got ships. You've got electronics, machines, everything. People are going to get hurt. It happens. You got uh, you got a mix of people from all, all walks of life. You've got people that are bad, people that are good. You got people doing drugs and people not doing drugs, and you got people doing drugs. Uh, trying to keep people from not doing drugs to get in their business, and they they take care of business, you know, and people get hurt that way. So it depends on whatever happens, but you're a veteran. Okay, you go ahead and you file a claim with the VA or check in the VA for for your appointments. What's the first thing they ask you? When you go to the VA, what's the first thing the VA asks you? What is your last four? Oh, yeah. No. Your last four. You become a number. Okay, it's easier to look at it from an accounting standpoint from the penny, penny, penny pinchers who control the money as a numbers game instead of that. They can't put a face to the number. Okay, that's a problem, yeah. too. That's a bad stereotype and phobia. So they, you know, they're not really ripping off the veteran. They're ripping off the number. That's how they yeah. look at it, in more, more opinion. You know, that's, but that makes sense. You agree with that? That makes sense. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I, yeah, they're taking uh, the face out. The veteran's face is like taken it, away. But I agree with it. Right. So that's why it's good for a veteran to go to these hearings and stuff. Let these people see you and realize that there's a human being behind that denial letter. You know, we're are classified as veterans. People have claims in it that got issues, especially severe issues. Uh, they're deserving. That you know, they've got a benefit that they've earned. They pay for that benefit with their body and their soul and their mind. Okay, so, but they number it, put a number on it, and you know, they don't see the veteran. They just see the number. So that's what you know. That that adds a bad vibe. It gives a it gives us a bad name, you know, and it makes us feel like we're not deserving veterans, but we're dirtbags trying to get something. So that's well, the issue. Uh, you got to change the number to a person. Yeah. Uh, if you if you can do that, and uh, of course, it it seems like your the numbers are all up there in uh, DOD of Washington, and, and yes, uh, yes, it, it, it's hard to. Anything accomplished with them because right away, uh, like you say, first thing they want to know is your last four. Yeah. And yeah. they don't care. Last time they asked me, I told them in Spanish. They looked at me so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, always. <laughs> always treat them. You know, people at the hospitals, guys, they're there to help you. Um, they want yeah, to treat you for your conditions and get your meds stuff in order, and they're pretty caring people. You know, you've got uh, most some of them are really good people. I 
right. Yeah, um, I've seen so many times that a veteran's got a claim going on. He's fighting with the regional office, and uh, he's got a chip on his shoulder and takes it out on the poor folks at your hospital. Yeah, that's wrong. You see it. I mean, next time you guys are in the VA, you just look around the waiting room, and you see some people complaining about the claims and things like that, and they're treating people bad. Tell them that this is a hospital. This is not the B. This is not the uh, VBA. They have nothing to do with your client. You know, even the people that do your CMP exams are basically paid for by the VBA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even if they're dirty dogs, they do your CMP exams. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can always appeal your your. CMP exam. Don't forget that. If you're not happy with that exam, uh, of course, you want to find out what they put down on you right as soon as you possibly can. Uh, but appeal it, you know, if you're not mm-hmm. happy. <coughs> Newsflash. Minnesota VA. I think it's Minneapolis, St. Paul. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. <coughs> People were going to CMP exams for traumatic brain injury. Did you see that, Joe? Yes, I did. They were had nurse had nurse practitioners doing TBI exams, unqualified, and the guys were losing. What they were only getting ten percent, not getting their TBI S and C or nothing. So they started complaining. The press got involved, and next thing you know, they're having to bring them all back in and redo it with qualified professionals. Well, they have a criteria for that, it appears, uh, mm-hmm. to the IU. And, uh, uh, you know, they were using unqualified people. Uh, that was obvious without a doubt. And 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 why something wasn't done before it was, uh, this has been going on a long time, John. It has been going on for a while. That's several hundred people. Oh, and that's one that they just know about, and that's one VA. I mean, uh, uh, that's one district. What about these mm-hmm. other districts? How many uh, veterans out there at uh, TBIU uh, uh, that need to be uh, recertified uh, or done properly, I'd say? Well, you know what Phil's saying is, Gerald, there's a lot of crooks out there and very few of them get caught. Very few of them get caught. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I know. So, that's what that is. But, you know, if you get remanded back to something, it's just disheartening, especially if you get remanded after remand after remand. You know. And it's a time killer. You get a Definitely remand, a time killer. You're going to lose a year, maybe two. You're going to use a year or two. Not very often do I know of remands getting kicked back and forth. And uh, and I had one gal uh, told me that uh, at the AMC, one lady I was speaking to, and we were talking about remands, and. Uh, she said. She told me she's seen them high as fifteen or twenty times remanded. Now that's totally uncalled for. Yes, it is. It's uncalled be for. There's a limit of remands, and once that limit's been reached, the claim should be automatically awarded, uh, or a thorough investigation by a third party that's pulled in, uh, uh, like an arbitrator, come in and arbitrate that claim and uh, get it settled. Well, how many times does that remain? Um, God, I don't know how many times. My man, it been six, seven times. Six or Quite seven times. Six or seven times. Over 14 years, you can imagine, quite a few times. Uh, uh, there should be a limit to the remand. 
they got to be doing that. I mean, the judge issues a remand to the AMC, and they send you to a CMP exam for a nurse practitioner who's not qualified to do one in the first place. Then the exam goes back to the nurse practitioner, and you got to fight it. And she remands again. And another CMP, and then it goes back, and then it comes back because CMP guy screws up. <coughs> and the judge sends it back. Yes. Do you guys know what a writ of mandamus is? Explain a writ of mandamus. Ain't that where you take them to court and the judge said, hey, that's enough of this? Writ of mandamus is a writ that will make the government agency move on an action that they've been fiddling around with, and they've got to have good cause to show why it's not valid. A writ will make a good decision. Yes, well, but remember one thing with a writ of mandamus, you have to be able to exhaust, have exhausted all avenues. And then, uh, even though it gets remanded, and you can appeal that remand, so you're still in the getting exhausting your all your avenues, and it's kind of a catch twenty two. So you got to be careful on a writ. Does that keep you out of the court? CABC. Uh, I think it can. Uh, next time we have an attorney, I'm going to ask Yeah, you, you, I, I know you have to exhaust all avenues of, of remedy. And, and uh, not that I'm a, so knowledgeable about it. It just uh, contemplated yeah. it so many times, the writ of mandamus. Right. I'd love to do right. one. But, see, my claim is... Still in the appeal stage, such yeah. as it is, or it's in limbo, or it's on the pokey truck. It's pokey truck. <laughs> I'm trying to find my claim because I want to lay eyes on it. I said, I got to see this claim. <laughs> that's and that's when the trouble started. When I wanted to that's see a proven fact. Like I said earlier, I'll reiterate this that. The more hands that touch that claim, the more likelihood that something's going to get misplaced, lost, or, or, or totally gone. Yes, it is. So, yeah. And that's just a you know, history fact. you got to keep it off that pokey truck. That pokey truck, is that a Chevrolet or a Ford? Well... I hate to say, but I think it's made in China. It's made in China, I can tell you that, or Mexico. Pincho in Mexico. Yeah, it wasn't made in this country. Uh, John, let me give out our call-in number in case somebody out there would like to call in, comment, or have a question for us. Our call-in number, folks, is 347-237-4819. Now, that call-in number, once again, is 347-237-4819. Now, if you have a question or comment, feel free to call in. We'll we'll do our best to answer you, or we'll find you an answer. And uh, but uh, we want to do this on remands because many people end up with remands, and I don't think they fully understand or grasp. Uh, they're looking at it, well, the so-and-so didn't like it, so they remanded it back, and, but it's still alive. In reality, what's happening 
many times is it gets put on a bulky truck and sent out in the limbo land and 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 you're going to wait a couple more years. Uh, sometimes, uh, possibly, a reman goes wham, bam, and right back. But uh, I think that's a rare, a rarity, really. I don't we need to tell them. If, we need to ask them if they're going to remand their claim, put on a pokey truck to give us the uh, some kind of GPS thing on that pokey truck so we can track its activity. Yeah, we want a tracking number. Uh, and I want mileage. Where they send that thing? I know mine's had to travel a million miles. That's got to be worth something. If you guys have been in the same limbo like I'm in Remad, you listen to the show, drop us a line on how it tell us what's going on with your claim. Let's kind of yeah. get a consensus and, on what's happening. Uh, cause this is... You know, uh, we bring this up because we're living through it, you know, and. And we know some of you out there are going to probably more than likely live through the same situation. We're just trying to emphasize on the fact of things that we overlooked in the past that we should have been paying more attention of. For instance, where is your claim file really at? And what is really in your claim file? Uh... Now that's important. Mm-hmm. Cause you well, could have sent a, a, a bunch of documents in, and you expected them to be in your claims folder, and you find out they're not there. Now the has changed now. Like you used to, you just send it straight to your regional office, and they put it in the mailroom, process it, and take it put it in your file. Okay, did that happened or didn't happen. That's back when Shreddergate was going on. They took them up and shredded them. Yeah. They got caught with their fingers in the cookie jar doing that. And then they changed because the shredder gate, I think, actually uh, caused them to change their intake process. There's two places now. you got one east and one west. And you got to send it to the intake center. And they're supposed to actually digitize and put on the computer and do that. You know, that's supposed to be effective. What they digitize and put on your desk could be something... But the worst thing you ever put on a computer is the delete button. Yeah, <laughs> in this particular case, uh, uh, because you know they shouldn't be allowed a delete button. It's only certain people within the VA. Have okay, that now, Gerald, I'm I'm going to rescue the VA here. Okay. 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 I just got it from a good source. Person actually spent a long time working for the VA. Yeah. Says that that system has got a backup and they can't get rid of it. Yeah. That's good so, that they do. Yeah, that's a uh, work, uh, I think. Are they going to be able to find uh, two or three or ten pages in a file that they don't even know belong to? This is another another thing that everyone should do with their information you send in to the VA on your claim that pertains to your claim and support of your claim. Be certain you have your name and last four on each page. Each page. Your claim number. Your claim number. Each and every page, yes, sir. Your claim number. Your claim number name, yeah. Each and every page, top, bottom, wherever where you can poke it. If not, you'll have to get 17 pages of somebody else's stuff in your file. Well, God almighty, yes. Uh, God forbid that happens. That is critical. Every page. Then you try to take it, you try to take it back to, like, the Indianapolis VA and the regional office you tell them what you got and they call the cops down on you and you take that running <laughs> you know that's happened too uh, uh, my lands. oh my goodness but it happens it does every day and be certain your name and address
address, everything. Just have a stamp made. VH good with them stamps. You get one made yourself to have your name, social, or all that information on where you can stamp each and every page and do it. Be sure to do it. Uh, although, <laughs> that don't mean they're going to find it. But remember, guys, we're only human beings doing this stuff, so nobody's perfect. Yeah, nobody is perfect. If it was a perfect system, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be needing the VA. We wouldn't be taken care of. Yeah. And I'm going to emphasize again: lay eyes on that claims folder. If you live close enough to the regional office that you can go look at it, go look at it. Uh, yeah. It could really save you a lot of lost time. Yep. Yeah. I want to predict in the next two years big changes will come with the VA. Uh, I'm hoping so. Uh, yeah. I'm not really happy. I've seen a little bit, you know, like... Someone threw out a bone, you know, a few veterans got some some good out of this uh, mm-hmm. McDonald guy. Uh, I think he could do a lot better than what he's been doing. I know he's he's got a heck of a mess on his hands, and mm-hmm. I don't know whether to blame him personally or not. But, uh, no, I think Bob's done a good job. If he's not able to make the head roll, uh, I think it's going to take some of uh, uh, out and out firing people for for uh, not being able to perform their duties properly. I mean, you know, they're they're incompetent. Well, Gerald, now you know there's also a protection entity written into the government for a government employee, don't you? Well, that's true. If they you know wrote it in, they can write it out. Called the Merit System Protection Board. And they have final say on who gets fired. So a person needs to talk about unions that also has to talk about that board. Well, then uh, that board maybe we need to be looking at. Uh, somehow we got to break through this chain that... Uh, uh, that they've got towed up around them, uh, so we can get in there and and get some decent people that's not afraid to do their job uh, properly. Uh, you know, I I would suspect a lot of the VA employees there are, are under tremendous stress. They have to be. I just don't know job. too many people that can literally keep denying some of these claims that they know are worthy of, of being awarded and being able to go home and sleep. And just because right. their supervisors say, you're going to deny that. What's that little girl in uh, San Francisco? Remember that girl? Remember that girl? Uh, yeah. She wanted to award that veteran. They wouldn't let her do it. Whatever happened to that, I, I could never get it. I, I never saw a conclusion to that. I think the story ended after that. I never, there wasn't much of a follow-up. Uh, I'm proud of her for standing up for what is mm-hmm. right. Uh, but unfortunately, we don't have enough people. If we had enough people do that, then the, that would go a long way in resolving some of these issues. Instead of one or two standing up and saying, look, I've had it. We, this is not right. Yeah. If they had a groups, larger groups, uh, stand up and say, look, we have to do something. This is not right. They're only generating a larger backlog. They cover up their backlog by uh, keeping these claims from moving out and down the roads over to these uh, limbo places they send them. On the turkey uh, that, to, on, on, on the pokey truck. On the pokey truck. <laughs> the 
some of these folks doing this stuff and take them out of the pokey truck and put them in the actual pokey itself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but while your claim's on this pokey truck, it ain't nothing. It's zero. Yeah. Your big old padlock on back that stuff here. Like a bus on a round road. Makes a stop, one gets off, one gets on. Yeah. It's not new money. We got to find the pokey truck, folks. And where it's at. Just find a, find a city that's got a circular road, you'll find it. I heard it on a racetrack somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> stop every 500 miles for fuel. <laughs> well, it's, it's horrible. Uh, you know, we got all these claims and people waiting on them. They think someone's looking at them. Ain't nobody looking at them. They sit on the desk for a while, and then they load them up, and they send them to somebody else to sit on their desk for a while. You've seen these pictures, these regional offices, all these claims going around, ain't you? Yeah, just a room full of them, rooms full Maybe of them. And then they take that room, and they load it up in a big truck, pokey truck, send it on down somewhere else. And they remand it back on the pokey truck. Yeah, when the IG comes around, looky here, our claims we ain't hardly got any any appeals. Looky here, just a few, and they uh, a pokey truck just pulled out with tens of thousands of them. You know? <laughs> Heading to the racetrack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the IG said, "Boy, we're proud of you." <laughs> I guess that pokey truck's making yeah. a left turn. And the remands. The remands on the pokey truck. Yeah. <laughs> we hope everything gets situated, though, especially with you, Gerald, and your claims. So if we did, uh, I think it's time something gets done. Well, uh, yeah, you need to track your claims down if you don't. Not positive, exactly positive where they're at. You need to find them and find out what's in them. Uh, Anybody's got an active claim, you have not. If you have not requested or received a copy of your claims folder, it is time that you get a copy of it. Go through it, see what you put in, what's not there. You got to find out what is in that claims folder because chances are it's not going to be everything you think it is. I can only hope that it is, but. I know several instances, not only myself, but several others, that have gotten their claims folder, and it wasn't nothing. <laughs> no, nowhere near what you thought it was. Yeah, it, it was yeah. disgraceful. The pokey truck. Disgraceful. And, and you wonder why your, your uh, uh, claims people... You know, uh, can't do something, or your lawyer's all tied up, scratching their head. What's going on? Uh, you probably don't it's have all your claims. It's because he's chasing the pokey truck, can't catch it. Yeah. Uh, your God uh, Almighty, it's horrible. You got to know what's in that claims folder, folks. You just don't sit there and think that everything you send them is in it, because it may not be. It'd be wonderful if it was. That would save some time. Let's see. we got about, we got about four minutes. Let's recap real quick. Okay, go ahead. 
Okay, so we hope you get a remand. Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. There's some options you can do. Uh, we'll have to ask an attorney on the next show about the remand, Damus, but uh, a remand can be a good thing, can be a bad thing. You know, yes. Someone knows. You know, if you're reaching for straws and you've got a claim that's really, really complex, you get a remand. That might be a savior. You know. Uh, that could be too, John. Yep. Yeah. But you, if you got a slam dunk on remand, is something wrong? Uh, yes. Yep. So, always have a good representation when you do when you get your claims going. As a good attorney, and keep that claim out of the AMC. So, and we learned a new word today, guys, called the pokey truck. So, the pokey truck is. Uh, we'll call that. We'll we'll give we'll call that the JC pokey truck. <laughs> he coined that phrase pokey truck. So. <laughs> well, uh, but, uh, yeah, find your claim, folks, and look at it. I hope everybody gets their claim settled as soon as possible and, well, and get away from dealing with this stuff because it can be uh, very, very, very mind-boggling. It can be, and it's uh, extremely stressful. Uh, anyone, you know, dealing with a claim can tell you that. Uh, I call it claim-induced PTSD. Well, that's for sure. Depression. Uh, Depression. And don't forget, uh, come to Haddit. Haddit is one one of the most, for a veteran, is probably the greatest website out there for veterans. Uh, Every claim, I I mean, I want to run this real quick. Go ahead, John. Okay. This is Jay Basser, one of the hosts for Haddock Veterans Radio and the Ask Basser Show. I wanted to pass along an important message to the members of Haddock. Haddock has kicked off a fun Haddock campaign. Haddock has been helping veterans navigate the VMA since 1997. Haddock's owner, T-Bird, needs your help. The expense of running a big site like Haddock is steadily increasing while the operating revenue have been decreasing. For these reasons, Haddock has kicked off the Fund Haddock campaign. Remember, Haddock is not a nonprofit organization. Please give what you can, as no amount is too small. Your support is greatly appreciated. Help us to keep Haddock around, because without it, where would our veterans be? Personally, I'd be still stuck in the VA quicksand. Just click on the Fund Haddock button on the forum page to support Haddock.com. Thank you. Jay Basher. Well, that's a good commercial, John. Yeah, we need to run that because keep uh, at it going. Yeah, add it, uh, uh, folks. Let's support add it because had it has really been out there forefront for veterans and uh, a T Bird, bless her heart, she has done a lot and. And I, I don't think there's any way everyone that she's helped could repay her. Uh, it, she, what she's done here is a wonderful thing, and uh, uh, we're all proud of her. And and we we need to support her uh, best we can. Uh, just send her what you can. Uh, anything is is some. Uh, even a box of chocolate-covered cherries probably help. Uh, yep. Whatever you can send her. But uh, uh, anyway, I think we're out of time, John. So this will be Gerald Cook and Jay Basser. We'll be signing off for now. You've been listening to the Haddock.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Haddock.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Haddock.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Haddock.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Bastard Show.